Good afternoon, everybody. Thank you for joining me again. One more time, Absolutely Dystopian Podcast. Today is Wednesday, February 28th. We got to talk about a few things with this fucking state. California is in collapse. Real time, this state is collapsing on itself. And I'm not exaggerating. Things have become so expensive. Now, this isn't just California. I know it's nationwide, but especially where I'm just telling you where I live, things I see in my life, what I'm witnessing in my civilian... In my private life, things have become so expensive that it's just, it's ridiculous. Okay, for example, last yesterday, get done working, starving, didn't bring any lunch, on the way home, hey, there's a 7-Eleven, I'm going to stop in and get a fucking, get something to eat. And they got like a hot case of whatever, cheeseburgers. And... This place makes pretty good cheeseburgers, whatever. It's like a restaurant inside the 7-Eleven. So I'm looking at the shit, and I'm looking at... They got a double a double bacon... A, a double cheeseburger with bacon, right? And I'm looking at it, and it says $9.39. And it's a little... It's, it's, it's not massive. It's a normal-sized hamburger. It's in tinfoil, in a hot case. And I, call, I asked the dude... I said, hey, man, I got a question. He's like, what's going on? I said, this burger right here, it says 939 on it. Is that the price? 939? He's like, yeah. I said, is that right? He's like, yeah, the the computer prints out the label so it's right. And there's a barcode on it. I said, bro. He says, yeah, I know. It's pretty exorbitant. And I was like, wow. Turn walked away. I uh, got something for half the price that was pretty mid mid level of that, and even that was kind of a rip off for something for five bucks. Even after I get paid, like today was payday for me. I look in the bank, and like with this check, we pay our our mortgage, which is due on the first, and a couple other bills. Thankfully, we got rid of one sizable bill. Was a debt consolidation loan. We paid it off, and it's gone. So that's like two hundred and fifty bucks that normally we'd be paying on the first of the month, also with our mortgage and a couple other bills. So we got some more wiggle room. Thankfully, that that loan is gone. That was a two-year loan. But still, somehow, even I'm getting still paid this. I've been getting the same amount of money for fucking years. Work 40 hours a week like I have for years. After we pay the mortgage, there's like not shit left. Like before we'd have like money for groceries, like moderate groceries, like from Walmart strictly. And I put gas in my tank and do a couple other things. We're dry and we and we have a transfer set up to go 50 bucks into the savings every week when I get paid the day after I get paid 
So after, and Christmas, we got a Christmas thing going, so money goes into that too. Uh, 10 bucks a week. So Christmas doesn't fucking derail us like it did last Christmas. Uh, and there's nothing left. And our kids are paying us seven fifty in rent. And that's gone. The cable bill went up to three thirty. I won't even talk about that. Uh, our homeowner's insurance went up, which means our house payment went up. What for another forty bucks? Uh, all my wife's medications went up significantly. So all the money that we saved by having that two hundred and forty dollar payment finished up. That money's already gone. Just surviving on what we had last year. So thank God we've got that because without that, uh, and without and with the kids paying us rent, and we're not buying anything extravagant. No more Amazon. That's cut out. And. I mean, I've been eating ramen at work. I've been drinking a lot of fucking water. Not bottled water either. I'm talking tap water in a fucking bottle I'm carrying around. That's what I got at work. And we ain't got shit. And sometimes we're even dipping back into our savings that we're putting aside every month. Because we got to get by the end of the month. Something fucking happened. Like shit always does. There's always fucking birthdays now. We got some new birthdays added on to our uh, birthday roster. And they're small kids and my wife likes to spoil the small kids. So there's more money out the door. I know you'd be a nice guy, right? So basically, we're treading water. And the way I feel right now is... There are millions of people in California, not just California, but all over. But I'm talking here in California. People like us that have leaned on credit cards. We leaned on them a couple years ago with the intention of paying them off. But I didn't know the economy was going to take a shit. I guess that's, that's uh, part par for the course. But now I can't pay those credit cards off and I'm actually stuck making minimums, which is something I hate doing. Hate it. And interest rates have gone up, so our minimums have gone up. Gas has gone up. Everything has gone up. And since I, essentially I'm on a fixed income and I'm like a... Well, including my kids' rent that they pay. Um, we're dead even. And anything that goes up from today forward, we're going to be eating it out of our savings, essentially. And that goes for millions of Californians. And people, I'm fortunate to have a decent wage, and I make just enough to disqualify me from any fucking program for anything. We get nothing. We, we qualify for nothing. Okay, whatever. It's been that way for years. Uh, and... Along with all the other Californians, there's people out there who are using credit cards to make their car payments, using credit cards to buy groceries. Thankfully, we're not doing that. But people doing that, the end is nigh. You know what I'm saying? It's almost about that time because your credit cards get maxed out. 
And it's not like the government where they just keep borrowing, loaning you money, loaning you money, extending your limit. When you hit the limit, you're done. And you'll be lucky if, you're st- if you still have your job after all this crazy unemployment shaking out. Um, people are at wit's end. And a lot of people like me don't want to pay $16 for a McDonald's. Or we don't want to pay uh, five fifty for a dozen eggs, or we don't want to pay four fifty for a gallon of milk, or we don't, you know, uh, I don't want to pay five dollars for a gallon of gas, and I didn't get any car accidents. Why uh, my car insurance is going up? So there's lots of people all across California teetering on the brink as we speak wondering how they're going to pay their car payment next month because their credit cards are maxed. Everybody's maxed. So there's going to be an avalanche of bankruptcies first. And the way things are going, people aren't just going to automatically pay uh, nine fifty for a cheeseburger when two years ago it was four bucks. People like me who know the value of things see a red light when you look at things and the price is whoa fuck what? I don't buy that. I don't. I don't. I don't say to myself, well, I had. I was buying those a couple years ago. I'm gonna go ahead and pay more on just eh, whatever. Just eat it. Fuck no. I have a budget. I know what things are worth. I bargain hunt like crazy. And even then it's tough. And if you're not bargain hunting and you're not like pinching pennies, man, you don't stand a fucking chance. You might as well just set your money on fire, whatever. And there's people like me that know the value of things and are refusing to pay these new prices, of these exorbitant prices on whatever it is. They're drawing the line. There's a red line there. They're putting out the red line saying, nope, I'm done. I'm out. Like in poker when you fold. Nope, I'm out. I fold. $18 for a meal at a fucking burger place, $16, I'm out. Sorry. Hey. I was in when it was fucking 10 bucks and I still felt like an idiot you know what I'm saying uh, or whatever or, or a dozen eggs I'm not I won't if eggs are 550 a dozen and I need some eggs I'll go without it's that easy I'll just find something else there's all kinds of other things you can get and different cuts of meat that are cheaper and you all heard me go on about rotisserie chickens 5 bucks that's like a gold mine you can use that so many different ways that that that's really that that's where Costco comes in comes in handy. Walmart now has like five ninety nine rotisserie chickens, I guess, but they look like fucking dead crows. They're just they're they're horrible. But that aside, there's a lot of people that have now drawn a red line in the sand or on the concrete, saying, "I'm not paying that. Fuck you." And all these companies charging all these exorbitant prices are on the other side of the red line saying, well, I guess that's our answer. Looks like uh, we're downsizing again this year. 
we're laying off folks again this year. Whatever. We're moving out of California because we're getting taxed so hard. Whatever. People are now having to, being forced to draw a line in the sand or on the concrete in red paint saying, I'm not paying that. Even here at business, my boss was always bending my ear. We got, uh, for those of you in like a, a shop environment, uh, abrasive media. They're, it's called, they're rocks, they're uh, synthetic rocks. They're for tumbling and deburring. Like a, you get, I think they come in 100 pound bags. And I think they were 75 bucks a piece two years ago. Now they're 150 bucks a piece. And you got to get four of them at a time. So there's 600 bucks. It used to be 300 bucks. And the boss is like, that's a fucking, I don't know, man. That's crazy. And he's trying to draw a line in the sand, but he wants to continue with his business. So he's forced to either look for a cheaper alternative and he's looked for the cheapest alternative to get that price. Coolant for the machines is up double. $125 for a five gallon bucket of coolant used to be 65 bucks, 70 bucks. Now they're 140. Fucking come on, man. A, a five gallon uh, jug of oil, either uh, for whatever kind of oil, whey lube or whatever, 200 bucks for five gallons of oil? Like machine oil or whatever? What the fuck? Line in the sand. People are paying it. And people who own businesses are looking. They're getting a, a, a financial onslaught. That's what's happening. It's a financial onslaught. They're coming, at, they're coming at business owners and regular people with torches and pitchforks saying, check out these new prices, motherfucker. And you're like, nah, I'm good. I'm out. Close the business. I'm out. Things too expensive. This economy is stupid. California's fucked. Regulations are on the rise. I'm out. I'm retiring. See ya. Moving to Texas. Sell the business. See ya. Auction all this shit off. I don't care. See ya. Happening all over. I get flyers. I get the mail. We get flyers every day. Most of them are from Southern California. Some from the Bay Area. All these machine shops that are folding. They're just selling all their shit and liquidating. And owner retiring. Whatever. Moving out of state. Just start over somewhere else. Because California is collapsing on itself. Yesterday, Macy's flagship store, San Francisco, Union Square, been there, I think they said 83 years. Uh, it's an anchor. It's a, it's a shopping district. And that's what people come to San Francisco for is that shopping. And that Macy's was a prime target. And they're closing. Because San Francisco is a no-go zone, essentially. It's a crime-topia. You will, you will get your car window broken. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'd like to think you'll get, you won't get your car windows broken if you don't leave anything in plain sight. But I'm not even sure if they won't break it now just to like rummage through your car. Because they don't care. Daylight, whatever, doesn't matter. People getting mugged on the sidewalk, bums throwing feces, bums punching people, needles on the sidewalk. Who wants to come from, from a different country to shop in a San Francisco shopping district when they've got like bums and junkies and they're stepping over needles or where they step in a slimy pile of shit? You know what I mean? They're not having it. So people are crossing San Francisco off the, uh, 
the list of places to see. It's gone. It, it's been ruined by Democrats. Period. Point blank. By Democrat policy. Not just one, not ten, but hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of bad decisions intent on ruining San Francisco. But if somebody can profit from it in the meantime, get a few dollar, few thousand dollars in the coffer here, somebody gets paid over here, you further your career here, you earn a few little points on, on your power scale if you're moving up in the uh, political world. Who cares? Sacrifice the city. Nobody cares. Who, who fucking cares? So it's been years and years of people doing that at expense of the city and peace of mind and the enjoyability factor of San Francisco and it's gone. It's gone. And then everybody says, ah, fuck that place. I didn't like it anyways. I'm going to move somewhere else and do the same thing. So they moved to Idaho. So they moved to Austin. So they moved to fucking uh, Boise. So they moved to fucking Chattanooga or they moved to Nashville and they're doing doing the same thing. Another reason California is in full collapse is this insurance nightmare. Check this out. If you aren't aware, here's what's happening. If you own a home in California, you need homeowner's insurance to go with your mortgage. Obviously, so it protects the bank's interest. Should something happen, the bank isn't out all the money on your house. They can rebuild and there's a, that's what insurance is for, naturally. Well, due to ESG, this uh, environmental social government governance, uh, in, environmental green energy directive that now insurers are having to abide by, there are four classifications that your home may fall in. Flood risk, fire risk, uh, I think it's earthquake risk, and I think heat risk is the fourth one. And those are all in a continuous cycle. Is one mudslide? I can't remember what... Earthquake? I can't remember what it was. And those are just a continuous cycle here in California. There's heavy... There's fires followed by burn scars then they get rain and the burn scars then there's the mudslides and it's all just a circle. But it's not in all areas. It's in the same areas every year pretty much. And that's not where I live. We get small grass fires but... There's never a, a, a number of houses that really get burned or anything. There's just a lot of open fields and they and they are contained by, you know, county roads or whatever. And it's but now insurers are ranking your house due to those four factors. The more of those factors apply to you, the higher your insurance is going to be. So guess what? Mine's not a flood risk. Mine's not a fire zone. I'm not in the woods. I'm not in a rural area. I'm not on an earthquake fault or a mudslide hill. I'm not on the side of a hill. But I, am a, I have a heat risk because I live in California and it's hot here. And we all know that man's actions made the heat, not just the sun, not just natural factors, not just everything else. And so what that it's cold in the winter times and we've gotten more rain than ever and more cold weather than ever. That aside, it does get hot in the summertime. So that's going to cost you. So my homeowner's insurance went up. Here's the thing. 
If you own a home and more of those factors apply to you, your homeowner's insurance, you go to the mailbox one day thinking everything's great. What are you going to make for dinner? Uh, Timmy's got soccer practice on Tuesday. You got to pick up Billy from the store or whatever. And you get the mail and there's a letter that's from your homeowner's insurance that says you're canceled. Find a new policy. You got 30 days or whatever. And don't call us because we're no longer in California. So along with several other insurance companies, you have to find one that will accept you on a brand new policy in California where all the other companies are leaving because of fire, flood, earthquake, and heat. And if you live in a rural area by the woods and you're in a fire risk, or if you live on a fault, or if you live on the side of a hill or whatever, your homeowner's insurance quote, instead of $1,400, which you used to pay, can now be $9,500 for the cheapest option. And California also has what's called the FAIR plan. If you can't get insurance anywhere else, the FAIR plan has to insure you. And the cost is even higher than that. It's, I don't know, usually 10% higher than the cheapest homeowner's insurance option you have. So if your cheapest option is 9000 the FAIR plan will cost you 10000 The coverage is horrible, and it's not fair at all. There's nothing fair about it. They might as well call it the FU plan, because that's what it is. So that's where we're at. If you live in California and you go get the mail today and there's a letter in there from your, ins- from your insurance agency saying you're canceled and your mortgager will send you a letter probably the next day saying, hey, where's your home insurance, bro? We need it right now, enforced right now. So now you got to take time off work or whatever and have the ungodly task of finding new homeowner's insurance fast. And if it's $9,000 a month, where are you going to get that from? And guess what? If, if you get that kind of a quote and you, and you have those risk factors on your home, your home value goes down between 10 and 15% immediately. Immediately. So if your home is worth a half a million bucks and you get that letter in the mail, your house is now worth, what, four fifty? Right off the bat. So if you have, so if you have equity, which most people do, uh, you just lost fifty thousand dollars equity this month. This month, and it's and it's still ticking. And if you can't afford nine thousand dollars, then you can't live there anymore. You either have to sell your house immediately. But guess what? Here's the twist: nobody will buy your house. When they find out your homeowner's insurance is $9,000 a year. So you can't sell your house. But you can't afford to live in it either. What are you going to do? you going to walk away? Might be your only option. Get in the car and drive. Make a couple phone calls. What are you going to do? No, nobody's got nothing for you. If you're a retiree with a set income and you and you bring in 3500 a month or whatever and that covered all your bills and you were comfortable and you have a a pet or a, a dog and a cat or you have a horse or two or whatever guess what you're fucked 
Find someplace else to, to live because this home is now worthless. And there's no fix in sight. They say, oh, we're looking at the insurance commissioner. It's because California won't raise it, won't let the insurance rates go so high where they're unmanageable. But on the same token, if insurance rates don't go up and risk factors go up and, and houses are burning down all, all over the place, insurance companies, if they have to rebuild it, they need to make more profit to afford to stay in business because of the nature of their business. So if California restricts their profit, which they're doing, they basically say, hey, you leave us no choice. We can't do business here anymore because we can't make any money. See ya. Or they're not writing any new policies. So right now I have homeowner's insurance that's still at a, a an affordable rate. If I go get the mail today and I get a letter that says, hey, your homeowner's insurance is dropped and you gotta go find a new policy, and the only other policy I can find is $4,000 a year. I can't afford that. But that doesn't make my home unsellable. That just means I have to move. I have to move out of California. Or I have to go get an apartment or something ridiculous. I, I, I'm not paying for, for a three-bedroom apartment. What is that? $37.50 a month? It's six and one half dozen of the other. So basically... If you go get the mail today, you might get an eviction notice from California saying, hey, guess what? Your homeowner's insurance is going to the price of a used car. And if you can't afford it, get the fuck out. Don't let the door hit you in the ass. That's your options. Sell your home for what it's worth. Hope you you can get some equity out of it so you don't have to pay to sell it. So you don't have to do a short sale. Unbelievable. This state is unfucking believable. So Californians everywhere are looking in the mailbox every day thinking, please, please don't let my home ins- homeowner's insurance get canceled. And there's more companies announcing every day. Another one just announced today, a nationwide subsidiary. I forgot the name of it. It's for rich people apparently. They said, yeah, we're, we're, we're done. We're, first, they're not going to write any new policies. And then they might just drop people. They say, yeah, no, I'm sorry. We're out. And it sucks because you have to have homeowner's insurance if you got a mortgage. That's the law. And if you mandate that you have to have insurance, but you don't mandate the cost of the insurance to, so it's affordable for people, you're, you're really fucking the people. You're mandating something that they can't afford, which is illogical. So the question I'm facing is, do I sell my house right now and just scramble while my home is still insurable? Or do I wait for them to come up with some sort of a fix to this whole situation? Which I don't see. It's at a stalemate. I don't see. How, nobody can see how it's going gonna, it's gonna to work out. It's just not. You can't take out a mortgage for a half a million dollars and not have insurance. Period. Unless you buy a home from now on in California, if they say, okay, only cash sales, you have to buy your home with all cash. And if you want insurance, that's on you. You don't have to have it if you buy your home all cash. I don't know. Maybe go to the bank and say, hey, I need a loan for whatever the remainder of your balance is on your mortgage, 270 or 
That's that's ours is like two seventy. Hey, I need a personal loan for two hundred seventy thousand dollars. Can you can you hook me up? <laughs> no. Yeah. This state every day there's more news. The, even though the governor is being recalled, nobody has faith that he's actually going to be recalled. And during the last recall, the guy who was running for office that was the top choice was Larry Elder. Great guy. They interviewed him again last night and said, hey, are you going to run, run for uh, governor again because you were the favorite last time? And he said, you know what? He said, I'm not going to... He says, I put everything I had into that last campaign. I was armed with facts all over. I was killing everybody with facts. I was dead on the money the whole time. I got good funding. And the sad part is, there's three Democrats for every Republican in California... And you just, there's no chance. There's no, he basically said there's no chance of a Republican ever governing this state because of all the, the Democrats. Hence San Francisco, hence all these problems, hence the collapse of California. It's because there's so many Democrats in power. So the whole state is collapsing. Uh, what else? Man, there's, there's just so much going on that the bad news is like everywhere you look, it's like bad news, bad news, like catastrophic bad news. Oh yeah, all the restaurants come April, they're about to like implode uh, because of the $20 an hour minimum wage. Restaurants are gonna start shutting down. Right now when I, go to, when I go to work and I pass all these restaurants, they're all empty, zero cars, none. McDonald's, Carl's Jr., Sonic Drive, Drive-In, Denny's, uh, you name it. They have zero cars. Zero. Where there used to be a line, like McDonald's uh, in Woodland, California, there used to be like a line there. It used to be wrapped around the building every day. Now there's, not even, there's no cars there. None. If you want to get breakfast or whatever, you'll be the only person in the drive-thru. They're all empty. All these places are empty. And they haven't even went to the $20 an hour yet. It's bad. This place is going to be deserted. That's just the way they want it. That's just the way they... And, I, and I, I'm not exaggerating. And, and, and now they're passing a, a mortgage program for illegal immigrants. It was proposed by this senator uh, or congressman in Fresno. He wants to propose a mortgage program for illegal immigrants so they can buy houses. Working people, even if you make six figures, depending on your situation and your lifestyle, you're, you don't stand a chance of making it here. I don't, I'm not even close to six figures. And I've made it by frugal choices, constant monitoring of the finances, constant bargain shopping, uh, and well, the three years before Biden, before Biden took office, my life was great. I had a dis- disposable income. I could pay a little more for gas. If we wanted to go out to eat, hey, we can do that. We want to go to a movie or something, hey, we can do that. No problem. Or if we want to buy some stuff off Amazon, hey, it's cool. No sweat. Nothing changed. I'm still working. I'm still making the same wages. Everything just went to pot. Everything went to piss. And yeah, now everybody's strapped. 
Now everybody's waiting for their eviction notice, uh, insurance, insurance letter. This state is just... And now they're talking about closing five more prisons to save money because the deficit is at almost $80 billion. Gavin Newsom swears it's at 35, but all the other people say, yeah, no, it's more like 80. And Gavin Newsom says, hey, we can save a billion dollars by closing five prisons. Let's do that. So they're looking at shuttering five more prisons to save $1 billion with an $80 billion deficit. Put, Jesus Christ, the stupidity is like, it's mind-numbing stupidity. I don't know, man. It's just like, when does the ignorance end? It's just not going to end. And there's just... Nobody's listening to the Republicans. Nothing's happening. Even if Trump gets elected, I mean, California is still going to be super asinine. And Portland is ruined. Seattle is ruined because of city councils that that were, were liberal and just wouldn't enforce law and order, wouldn't... In, wouldn't uh, fund the right programs. They defunded everything that was helpful and funded all the things that were that were bad for society. Intentionally, I feel. California, even though that's kind of happening in San Francisco and in other places, California is looking at a catastrophic collapse. A massive exodus once insurance companies start handing eviction notices basically to uh, to more and more people or finally no insurers are left in California there's only i I'm sure there's only a handful of insurers left if they all choose to leave then what everybody has to leave and everybody leaves their homes behind and they just walk on them because they're worthless you can't ins- and you know what's going to happen they're going to come out and say oh we got an insurance program just for illegals don't worry about it the government has you go here's your keys which house do you want here's your keys bet oh you just got out of criminal you just got out of uh, prison hey we got this new uh, program for uh, prisoners to homes which, what house do you want we'll give you the keys don't worry about homeowners insurance we got it we'll just put it on the debt pile what, which house do you want you want the blue one the the white one, which one you which one you want? That's the only people that are gonna be left in California shortly. Rich people are leaving because of overtaxation, businesses are leaving because of overtaxation, poor environment, homeless people pooping or beating up their customers or scaring their customers. Everybody's leaving, and there is about to be a massive exodus due to the California or due to the insurance industry. Evicting everybody in California. So my question is, do I leave first and or do I wait to get evicted? And then my house value goes down 15% or more. And then I have to leave. What a pain in the ass. 
And on top of that, my wife lost her driver's license last week because she can't see out of one of her eyes after her diabetic eye surgery. And she can't hear out of one of her ears now. And that's that's uh, happening. And uh, she's on a slew of medications. So even if we pack up and move to a different state, do I get a job making $20 an hour and then pay... $400 a month back to my employer for my wife's health insurance coverage and then I got to pay for all her prescriptions so I'm going to essentially be making like 8 bucks an hour when the whole thing is said and done and I'm going to be choking on a $350 house payment eating ramen and drinking water tap water ugh Fuck, I want to say this right now. Fuck Joe Biden. Fuck a Democrat. Fuck Democrats forever. I'll get that tattooed across my forehead. Fuck a Democrat. Unbelievable. And people still want to vote for Biden because they don't want they don't want Trump. Unbelievable. Talk about ideology. I talk about ideologues. That that's like being on the Titanic and holding up a big banner and having a protest saying, uh, we're pro-iceberg. Let icebergs live. Uh, whatever. Icebergs need love too. <laughs> that, that's what's happening when you, when you vote for Biden. You're like... As blind as, as, blind, as blind gets. You're, you're ruled by emotion... You, you hate discipline, you hate law and order, you hate prosperity, you hate the country, period. That's about it. And you're miserable too. All the Democrats are miserable people. There, there's never any humor, there's never any whatever, light, light talk, there's never any, anything. It's all uh, angry, mean-spirited Whatever, that's just how they are, and the whole thing's just shitty. Anyways, I gotta get back to it because we've actually got work in the shop, and I've been working beside my 82 year old boss who is now working on machines, two machines at a time, running production, because this is probably our last stand. If we don't make money right now, uh, who knows what's gonna happen, but this might be. This might be it. We don't know. We, but we got a little surge in work, so thank God for that. And I got to get off my lunch break and get back on the machine. So I'll talk to you guys later. Have a good one.